All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my, I've decided now, this is my four times a week uh, live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if this is your first time hearing my face, hearing my voice <laughs> on the podcast, seeing my face on any of the live broadcasts on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the owner and op- I'm the host of the show and owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC. And if you hear that shaking in the background, that is my co-host, Toby. Uh, he is also my dog. <laughs> but yes, I am the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Um, what that means is I help people like yourself, people who want to be entrepreneurs or are interested in having their own businesses, I help them get their business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like um, getting your registration with the state, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, operating agreements, contracts, brand protection through trademarks, copyrights, um, patents, hiring employees properly, um, basic money management skills, opening business bank accounts. I help you do all of that. You might be asking yourself, am I qualified to help you do all of that? And I'm so happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have one for 13 years and counting. I also have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of education, hospitality, entrepreneurship, the law, um, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to to go to business school or to law school. But so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, if you're interested in getting my help for, um, to get your business launched at the top of 2020, which is a perfect time to start, um, I would urge you to your one, uh, one-on-one coaching sessions. Uh, I will stop taking sessions this year. Hi, Sincere. I will stop taking sessions uh, for 2019 at, um, by December 15th. And when I start up again in 2020, um, prices are going up. So if you want to work with me, now is the time to book your session. As well, I have a new interview out on my podcast. So I, while I do post, um, upload the audio of this show, I also have interviews that I do with entrepreneurs in different areas. And this time, hey, I have an interview with uh, a carnival influencer. It was a very great um, conversation. So if you go to the link in my bio, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can listen to that. That's where you can also book your free 15-minute consultation or your one-on-one coaching session. Um, I also have a Black Friday special coming out for you guys. It's going to be three of my uh, video trainings are going to be available in one bundle for a very special price, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, What else did I have to tell you? Oh, yeah. um, Yes. Okay. So I think that's all I have to tell you guys. So now we can get started. Um, all right. So I think that Monday, I think that because it's the holiday people are, you know, doing their thing. So that's okay. So we might have a smaller crowd this week, but you know, I, I love the interaction. I'm going to ask y'all for some energy. Okay. The way that the show works, this is not just me talking at you. This is a dialogue. We're talking together. All right. So even y'all in Facebook who won't say hi to me, I want you to answer the questions. All right. Okay, so if we are ready, let me see at least one ready in the comments. We've got like one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five stories to get through, okay? So once I see at least one ready, uh, we will be on our way. 
Also wanted to let you know if you guys want to advertise on the show, I do sell 30-second spots starting at $3, and the shows are uploaded to my YouTube page, and they're there forever, so people will always see your stuff, okay? All right, so we are getting started uh, because we don't have time to waste. So I have a couple of follow-up stories for you guys today. So the first follow-up story we have, thank you for the ready, sincere, um, has to do with backcountry.com. Hello, Deasis Oliveira. Um, so we have talked about this uh, this case a lot. Remember, um, they were the company, they got the trademark for backcountry, and then they started suing every business that had backcountry in the name, and then they had a lot of bad backlash. To combat that backlash, um, the, the CEO of the company like wrote an email and was you know donating money and trying to repair their image. They fired their whole legal department. And, and they um, partnered with one of the people that they sued to sell their items on their website because they sell outdoor equipment on their website, backcountry.com. So in following up with that, Backcountry is, you know, sticking to their word. They are reaching out to every business that they have um, sued that their legal team, their former legal team sued, uh, and they are reaching partner deals with them. And, you know, they're selling their stuff on their site. So basically everybody who Backcountry's lawyers went against, they're saying, hey, we're really sorry that our that our legal team sued you and either, you know, made you change your name totally or drop Backcountry from your name. But, you know, to, to make up for that, we would like to sell your stuff on our site. So that is what Backcountry is doing right now. Um, and, and, actually, and I think it's working because one of the, one of the business owners who was affected by these lawsuits said uh, they feel like they've been made whole. This was because it was um, it was like an educational uh, organization and backcountry.com donated a multi-year scholarship um, for to the program High Shot Best on the Yard and they get to keep their name. So backcountry.com seems to really be um, keeping their word that they are trying to remedy this situation of trademark bullying that was done by their former legal team and really giving these um, other businesses a chance to pro- hopefully make back the money they may have lost from all of these um, legal challenges that they face. So good job to backcountry.com. So any of you who are following that story, um, yeah. Okay, so, um, yes. Uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, my boo shop, Best on the Yard, is in the house, and y'all, you guys know holidays are coming around, and she makes amazing custom tumblers, wine glasses, t-shirts. She is awesome at the custom game, so check her out, Shop Best on the Yard, okay? Um, second case we are talking about, does anybody in the audience like crab meat? Or like crab in general. I do not eat anything that lives in the water. So, 86 the crab. Yes, go shop with Shop Best in the Yard. But um, does anybody in the audience like crab? Crab, y'all. Where are my contacts? Oh, um, so the contacts that I had... You love crab. The, uh, the context that I had, the doctor gave me like sample pairs, and um, she didn't she didn't give me enough to till the next time I see her in like two weeks. So I have to space it out with my old glasses. <laughs> Hi, Jim Lover. Do do do. All right. So shop best on the yard. Loves crabs. And Sia thirty nine likes crab. Jim Lover two two two. Do you like crab? Because our next story has to do with crab meat. 
Um, so if you didn't know, uh, I live in Maryland, which apparently the national food is crab cakes. I don't get it. Whatever. I don't like anything that lives in the water. I don't like the texture of seafood. I, <laughs> oh, Shop Best on the Yard said not love, love. <laughs> All right. Well, it ain't for me, but y'all have at it. Okay. So, if you didn't know, I live in Maryland, which is, like, the home of crabs. People love crab cakes out here. They, they, like, I've been invited to so many, like, crab bake-offs or whatever. Cynthia 39, I will not be going to eat crab with you. I don't eat anything that lives in the water. (laughs) If they got chicken, I'll go. (laughs) But, um, there's this company out in Maryland called Ocean Technology Inc., right? And they were trying to have their trademark registered. And within their trademark, they wanted in the trademark for it to say all natural gourmet crab meat. So they submitted that with their design to the USPTO office, right? Unfortunately, um, so here's what happens. When you submit um, a trademark application for for a trademark that you want, you have to show them how you're going to use it to make money, Okay. Um, so the trademark office basically sent them a letter saying, please show us how you're going to use this logo. And Ocean Technology Inc. didn't respond until their final rejection letter came. The USPTO will give you chances, even if they feel like you're going to be denied, they'll give you chances to appeal. This company waited until it was the final time to say that, and they lost So they are no longer able to have all natural gourmet crab meat in their trademark, in their logo on, um, you know, for their company. I actually went to their website and on the website, it just says all natural crab meat brand TM. So it's not a registered trademark. Their logo just has all natural crab meat brand and they put that small TM in the upper right hand corner. So what does that mean? If y'all tell me what it means, and I'm going to tell you what it means because I know it might take some time for it to come up. That means they don't have a registered trademark yet, but they're working on it. So maybe they're going to try and trademark all natural crab meat brand, okay? Um, they also have in that logo 100% real Kalinectes crab. I know nothing about crab except for like crab legs that I've seen, and I know that there's like a, something called a king crab. So I don't know what Kalinectes crab is, but apparently all of their crab is 100% real Kalinectes. So if you're looking for a crab company, maybe check out Ocean Technology. They're still working on their trademark, but that's their fault. The reason I picked this case is because this could have been avoided if they just answered the letters. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get letters from the government, you need to answer them, especially if you're trying to get a trademark filed. They want to ask you more information. They want they want to know, hey, how are you going to make money off this? So like if you're making a t-shirt, they want to see a prototype of your t-shirt. If you're making like a drink, they want to see the design of the can. So you can't just say, I want this trademark and that's it. You need to show them proof as to how. How are you going to be using this mark, okay? And Ocean Technology didn't do that, so they don't have their trademark. All right. Um, we got, yeah, we're making a good time. Um, just a quick reset, guys. want to remind you that um, one-on-one sessions stop December 15th. So if you want to get your business started at the top of 2020, please... Uh, 
Whoa. Why is my PC and battery saving mode? Give me one second, y'all. Hold on. I thought... Okay. Um, yeah, so if you want to book your one-on-one session with me to get your business off on the right foot in 2020, sessions for 2019 and December 15th. And after that, when I come back in 2020, prices go up. So you're going to want to book your session now at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Okay? Uh, all right. Enough commercials. Let's get back to our next story. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the other day when I talked about Tiffany's being, um, Louis Vuitton made a bid on Tiffany's. If you remember the Tiffany's story... Give me, thank you for that shot, Best in the Yard. If you remember the Tiffany story, give me a thumbs up. And while you guys do that, I'll just um, refresh people who may not know. So we all know Tiffany's, they make jewelry. Uh, the big uh, luxury powerhouse, LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, they made a bid for Tiffany's for $14.5 million, billion, $14.5 billion, right? Um, and Tiffany said... No, we're worth, we're worth more than that because we have recognized, we have brand recognition. We've got these trademarks all over the world. And if you want to buy us, we want $16.9 million. So Tiffany said our trademarks are worth $2.5 billion extra than you want to give us. And guess what? LVMH said okay. Tiffany's is getting 16.9 billion. I th- is it billion? It's either billion or I, I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. I might be hyping it up. Either way, Tiffany's asked for 2.5 billion or million dollars more than um, Louis Vuitton bid, and they got it because they have that brand recognition, ladies and gentlemen. If you looked in my stories today, along with the Tiffany's post, I also posted something I found on the Money Mindset. It was a picture of Converse sneakers versus. Um, Versus the off versus some off-white sneakers. The Converse sneakers are sold for $65 a pair. The off-white sneakers, which look pretty similar to the Converse sneakers, are being sold for $975 a pair. Why the discrepancy? Brand recognition, brand trust, loyalty. They have built up that that cred. And it's also the scarcity. Like they they people people understand what it means to have an off-white brand. Yes, they know their worth. Absolutely. That's why these brands out here, when they have these established trademarks, that's why they can command top dollar. Because that name, that brand, that logo, it comes with a measure of trust. If somebody gives me something in a Tiffany's box, I know it's a quality item. Tiffany said that brand trust, that brand loyalty, that confidence that comes with our brand is worth an extra 2.5 billion dollars we're just gonna say billion so kudos to tiffany for you know knowing their worth just like shop s on the yard and getting their money get it all right okay so we are done with that sheet oh we got an update shop best on the yard um is your husband around because we have an update on the drake case uh i want to make sure that he listens okay so guys if you if you like if you like Drake, give me a D in the comments. Um, champagne Poppy, mm. I love Champagne Poppy. He has not. I don't think he's he's made a bad song yet. I can't I can't think of one song that Drake has made that I have not you know that I have been like oh my god this is wretched. Um, 
Anyway, but if you're a Drake fan, give me a D in the comments, okay? Um, so, last week, he's at work, okay. So, last week, we talked about Drake and how he was trying, thank you for the D-Shop Best in the Yard, and how he was trying to trademark Canada's warning label for cannabis for his American cannabis company, right? And when we were talking with Shop Best on the Yard's husband, we were saying, well, you know, do we think that the United States is going to allow this to happen? Do the states want smoke with Canada? And we came to the consensus that Drake would probably not, well, actually, no. Shop Best on the Yard's husband said that Drake would probably get what he wanted. I felt like it wasn't going to happen. Well, Drake got denied, y'all. Um, so here's the thing. Drake was not denied because the symbol belongs to, you know, the government of Canada. Drake was denied because there is already a company in the United States that has a trademark on the letters THC. So if you don't know the symbol that Drake was trying to trademark, it was like the shape of a stop sign. So a red octagon with the white letters THC and like a white marijuana leaf on the bottom. Okay. USPTO said you can't have this trademark, not because it's Canada's logo warning label, but because there's already a company in our country that has a trademark on the letters THC. Now, we all know that because it's um, cannabis trademarks federally cannot happen, right? So how did Drake even get this application in? Drake's application focused on apparel. So while it was associated with a cannabis company, they weren't saying, oh, we're trademarking this to, you know, distribute cannabis. We're trademarking it because we're going to make accompanying clothing, you know, and and we want to trademark the clothing line. Uh, But even that is not enough. There is a company called Pineapple Express, Inc., and they own the trademark to THC for clothing, apparently. They have also launched a California cannabis delivery service. Um, the other reasons why Drake's trademark um, application was denied is because they said that there could be confusion in the marketplace, again, because it's two companies using THC within relatively the same um, the, the same uh, industry. Um, and then there's also the possibility that Drake would be selling illegal goods. This is a, this is a cannabis company. Their primary product is cannabis. So what is to say that you won't take this logo that you're saying that you're going to use for clothing and then put it on these cannabis products? You can't do that because it would be a federal trademark and then you'll be using a federal trademark for something illegal, right? Um, so... Drake was denied. Do we think that this was a good decision by the USPTO office? Or should they have let him go ahead with trademarking Canada's cannabis warning label? What do you guys think about this decision? What do you guys think? Do you think Champagne Poppy should have been allowed to go ahead? Um, I personally, um, um, ladies and gentlemen of podcast land, let me know what you think. You can email me at mplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. I personally think that um, this was a good decision it's, it would just, first of all, it would be really messy to do that, you know, with a sovereign nation and take their, you know, copyrighted property and, and allow one person to trademark it for their own, even though there is a history of doing that, whatever, whatever. Um, also, we, we knew that this was a cannabis company. I didn't know how this was going to work because we knew that the company was associated with cannabis and federally cannabis is still illegal. I thought that maybe Drake had maybe done a state trademark, but apparently they did a federal one and tried to do it under clothing. But the USPTO was like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, we're hit to the game. We're not letting you do that. 
So, Drake did not get his trademark. So, what do you guys think? Do you think it was a good decision by the USPTO office? Should they have let Drake have this logo as his trademark? Or should they? Ha- or should, were they right in saying no? Ooh, congested again. Oh, my gosh. And then, after I get your answers for that, we have a really interesting case um, that's the title of this. Um, Shopest on the Yarn said, maybe he'll be a little more creative next time. LOL. Yeah, maybe he will. Uh, oh, hello. Hi, oh, hello, gorgeous. Um, well, we'll wait and see what Champagne Poppy comes up with. He's a pretty, he's a pretty, uh, creative guy. He's got a good team around him. I'm sure that they'll figure this out. Um, so the last case that we are talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, has to do with Adidas getting a church's trademark canceled. Okay. If you, if you have, if you if you have heard of Adidas, give me an A. Okay, since C39 said you shouldn't get the trademark. I think so, too. I think they were right. If you have heard of Adidas, give me an A. And if you have heard of the phrase, add a zero, give me a Z. If you have heard of the phrase, add a zero, give me a Z. And if, okay, since C39 has heard of Adidas, has anybody in the audience heard of the phrase, add a zero? If you have not, just give me a no in the comments. And I'm going to tell you what happened. So, uh, there is a church called Christian Faith Fellowship Church. And in 2006, the, uh, oh, you've heard of it, Shop Best on the Yard? Okay. Um, Shop Best on the Yard, can you please tell me in what context you have heard the phrase add a zero? And while you do that, I'm going to um, give some background. So, in 2006, Christian Faith Fellowship Church got a trademark for the phrase add a zero for clothing, right? Um, so add, A-D-D, A, the letter, and zero, the word. And they, so they got the, the, the phrase, just the regular phrase and the lettering, and then they got a design. I mean, I didn't do, I didn't, money transactions. Okay. I don't know if you can necessarily see this. I'm going to try and make this clearer for, okay, here. For Instagram. So this is kind of like what their symbol looked like. Facebook. I'm not the best artist, but this is this is what their uh, this is what their symbol looked like, kind of. Okay. So you got you you've heard that phrase for money transactions and negotiations. Negotiations. Okay. Well, apparently this phrase is very um, common in uh, the church in churches, particularly to encourage giving, right? So this church, Christian Faith Fellowship Church, they trademarked the phrase add a zero and with a, um, so they trademarked the, the words and then they trademarked a, a design using the words in 2006. However, 2009, Adidas comes and they are trying to trademark add a zero. So A-D-I-Z-E-R-O. If you have heard of add a zero, A-D-I-Z-E-R-O. Please give me a thumbs up in the comments. I have never heard of it before today, okay? So in 2009, Adidas tries to trademark this word, add a zero. It's one one word, A-D-I-Z-E-R-O. And they try to trademark it for footwear, jackets, and clothing and and things like that, okay? They said that they had been using this word, add a zero, since 2005. 
they were denied by the USPTO office. And, in, and instead of, you know, and they didn't take it lying down. They basically, uh, applied to have the church's trademark canceled on the phrase at a zero. The reason why they wanted to, um, get it canceled is because one, they said that the church failed to show, uh, use in commerce, meaning that not in this way, at a zero is how I've heard it before. Not in this way. Okay. So Adidas said that this church, Christian Faith Fellowship Church, failed to show that they used the trademark in commerce. So they're trademarked at a zero that um, Adidas said, well, you guys didn't use it to make money. Then they said they abandoned their trademark because they weren't using it to make money. Because there is trademark. If you don't use your trademark, it can be considered abandoned. And the third reason why they said it should be canceled was because it was just an informative phrase. It didn't distinguish the church in any way. All right? Now, the USPTO board agreed with Adidas, and they canceled the trademark for the church. Now, remember, they trademarked the words at a zero, and then they also trademarked a specific design. So, um, yeah. So, so the first, so the first board, the USPTO board, they said, um, the phrase was com was, was common in, in, in the, in religious circles and was used to encourage giving. And on top of that fact, the church, while they did have apparel that they were selling, they only sold two hats for $38 in one single transaction. And the board basically said that is not enough to maintain your trademark. But the church appealed. They said, no, 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 that's not fair. We went through the process of trademarking this. And just because we didn't make a lot of money doesn't mean that we didn't use it, that that we didn't make any money. So the appeals court, they looked over their argument and they basically said, it doesn't matter how many transactions you made. Every transaction counts. So even if you make a small amount of money using your trademark, that is use in commerce. Because if you think about it, if you make a sale here, a sale here, a sale here, it adds up. So the appeals court reversed the decision and gave the church back one of their trademarks. Remember, they had two. They had the regular letters add a zero, and then they had the the style in like a cross shape with add a zero. They let them keep that one with the, with the special shape. But they said that the regular words could not be trademarked because it was generic in the giving industry. Okay? So, I thought this was a really interesting case. One, because it's, I like, Adidas goes hard. You really went through the trouble of having a church's trademark canceled. Two, it shows us that protecting your brand is really important. It doesn't matter if you're making millions of dollars or three dollars. The point is, if you have your trademark, it's yours. And as long as you are making money on it, it's yours, okay? And third, um, you have to make sure your phrase is not generic. You need to make your trademark distinct. So look at this. The church had two trademarks. One was just regular words. The other was a special design. The regular words one was totally canceled. The one with the special design was kept because they made it unique. That's good business. Sincere39, what do you mean that's good business? Explain to me what you mean, what what, what you're referring to when you say that's good business. Um, And while you do that, I want to hear from you guys in the audience. What do you guys think of Adidas' actions here? Um, 
Chop S in the yard said, girl, people do not respect religion anymore. It's not even a matter of respecting religion. It's like these people actually have the trademark. They had it before you, and they have made a sale. Um, Sincere39 said, going after the church for trademark. I don't think that's good business. I actually think that's trademark bullying, um, because Adidas has millions of dollars. This is, this is like one church, you know, somewhere in America versus this, you know, multinational corporation. I think that Adidas was just kind of throwing their weight around. Adidas has a habit of suing people for trademark infringement for no reason. Um, hi, Pun Rage. How are you? Shop Best in the Art said, I think that's horrible business. I think it's horrible business too. And like, and something like this, this is egregious enough where if somebody, you know, has an affinity towards the religious community, this could cause some damage to Adidas's reputation if it gets out there, right? Because think about it, if you're a person, you know, you go to church regularly, you tithe, and, you know, you respect the church, and then you find out that this sneaker company that you wanted to spend money on is disrespecting the institution that you respect, you're not necessarily going to, um, go, going to want to, you know, pay, um, patronize their business. Just like Backcountry.com was facing all that backlash because they were trademark bullying Adidas. Do you think that Adidas could undergo the same type of backlash from, from the public? Sincere39 said, people don't pay attention. That is very true, that most people don't, but some people do. And if this story were to get enough momentum, do you think that it could cause Adidas some harm? Um, yes. So while you put in your final comments for that, uh, I, I, let me... Start to close up. I want to thank. Ooh, what do you mean, poor connection? No, all right. Sorry, guys. Yes. So, thank you guys for tuning in um, on this Monday episode. Again, I've made the final decision that we're only broadcasting uh, Monday through Thursday. You doubt it? Since the other night, okay. We're only going to be broadcasting Monday through Thursday. Mama got to live too. So I'm keeping Fridays for myself, but we will be on. Monday through Thursday, um, and uh, make sure that you book your final sessions of 2019 by December 15th. We're going to have Q&A till about 8.40, so if you have any questions about the stories that we covered, about, um, you, okay, well, I guess you guys think that Adidas's reputation is intact. Selfish! Excuse me, I'm here giving you all I got four days a week. <laughs> yes, mama gotta live too. <laughs> I know you are. Don't worry about it. But yes. So we're doing this four days a week. Uh, remember to book your final sessions of 2019. Uh, grab the business launch cheat sheet if you have not picked up so already. It is completely free at the link in my bio. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Ooh, fun news. I have merch. I have partnered with Fast Forward Progress. They make really inspiring teas for people, you know, melanated features. Um, so if you go to the link in my bio, link to forward slash MPL consulting firm, you can go grab yourself a t-shirt and they kick your girl a little bit of change. All right. <laughs> all right. So if we have any questions, we've got about three minutes, uh, before I head off and make myself some din din. Uh, uh. Yes. Thank you for the link girl. Mm, mm. 
If you're if you're a felon, you cannot create an LLC. Who said that? Absolutely not. Anybody could create an LLC. I actually think that for people, thank you, for people who are returning citizens, opening a business is a really great alternative because you do face those hurdles of trying to find employment. If you are a returning citizen, I really think that self-employment and, you know, entrepreneurship is a great way to get back on your feet if you have if you have the wherewithal for it. But you can create an LLC if you are a felon. There, there is absolutely no bar to that. I have no, no. I mean, unless you were doing, like, insider trading and you're not allowed to, like, work in business anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, returning citizens, start a business. Yes. Any more questions? Two more minutes. Then I'm gonna go. Oh, I made some split pea soup, y'all. It's so good. I can't wait to eat it. Oh, and before we wrap up, I want to tell y'all how the show didn't happen. If you saw my post, I came home and my power was out. I don't know, y'all. I pay my bills, okay? A realty company, a real estate company, apparently called the power company and got the the power bill for my house put in their name. I don't know how they did it. But they were able to do it. Nobody checked with me. I just came home. My house was dark. I had no internet, no lights, no nothing. This show almost did not happen. The devil was trying me. But we were on today. All right? So, hey. (laughs) Yes, I do eat split pea soup. It don't have crab in it. Yeah, really. Really. Split pea soup don't have crab in it. Crab is gross. Sorry. Oh, I want to say hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. They're, they watch the show, like, every day now. <laughs> um, yes. So, no more questions, guys? Okay. So, I'm going to leave y'all here. Um, we will be back tomorrow, 8 p.m. Come with your questions. Send me some stories. Can't wait to talk to you. Hopefully, the lights will be on. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Bye.